Welcome to the Life Support Podcast with your hosts, Michelle Van Dusen and June Colson, a couple of clean comedians here to support each other and others through comedy's wacky and winding roads. They'll talk about highs and lows and some traumatizing shows. So get ready, get set, let's go. Right. Welcome to the Laugh Support Podcast. I am your host, June Colson, here with my amazing, funny friend and fellow host, Michelle Van Dusen. Clap, 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 clap. Everyone's excited. Yay. That's June and Michelle. (laughs) So, Michelle Van Dusen, how are you doing, my friend? You good? I am. I am. I'm really, I'm really good. Um, This week, I'm kind of excited because I get to pull out my root, my comedy routine again. I got to prep mm. and get ready for some shows next week, nice. um, which I haven't been able to say in a year. So it's really exciting. Um, but at the same time, it's nerve wracking. It, it's it really is like starting over, isn't it? Yeah, it's definitely like starting over. And, and I heard you talking about um, how you were going to go back and watch some of your videos. And I, I, you know, I know some comedians that are like, Oh, I never take myself. I don't want to hear it. I don't want to see it when it's over. I can't go back to it. And early on, one of the pieces of advice I was given was audio and video anytime that you can, like if you, you can't, if you're somewhere where the, it's not appropriate to, to videotape, you should audio and I've yes. done that. I, I've done that every time. And the first time after, you know, after COVID hit and things shut down and, and when I was able to do a show for the first time afterwards, it, there was a couple of things about it. One, um, it helped me remember my material. I went, oh, you know, and then I listened to one of the good recordings, not one <laughs> that didn't have laughter, but I listened to one of the good recordings and it helped me. Uh, just have a little bit of a confidence, you know, just hearing not just my jokes, but hearing positive responses to it made me go, okay, I'm going to yeah. be okay. I've done this before. People laugh, you know, it's, it, it, it's, it's good stuff, but I can't imagine, I can't imagine never recording. Do you always record yourself? Do you always audio or video record yourself? No, I, um, I tried to, and then sometimes I, I just, you know, like a battery runs out or, um, for a while my phone, cause I would, I would have my phone with me. So I'd hit record for some reason it didn't like recording anymore for a while. So I tried to listen to it. It was like all just fuzzy and like, ah, oh, this is not good. And then one time when I had an opportunity to, um, do like five minutes, um, for a very well-known comedian and she invited me up on stage. I'm like, this is going to be so exciting. I handed um, my phone to my friend. I'm like, would you record? She's like, yeah, absolutely. Well, she hit the button wrong. So she got me walking up the steps, turned it off while I was up there. So missed all the laughter and then turned it back on when I was walking down the steps. I'm like, you're kidding me. Oh, no. That was the best performance of my like, like the crowd. It was like you know twenty five hundred or whatever. I mean, because it was a huge crowd, and you could just hear the laughter, and it was so much fun. And I got my feet. That was it, and it was oh. um, that was really disappointing. But now I yes. have a story to be like, always record if you can. Always re- and bring yeah. extra batteries. That's a huge tip 
bring extra batteries every time. Um, yeah, it's important. It's really important. And there's so many devices now too that you can, it, it, my husband got me, um, I think it's a, a gimbal or a Kimball or a thimble or something. I don't know. But it's, it, it, you put my phone on it. And like, if I have time before a show, I can go on stage. Church shows, this is very good for, you know, if you're in a club, you don't have the opportunity really to mm-hmm. p- potentially set it up like this. But the last church show I went to, I was able to set up a tripod, put my cell phone on this gimbal, Kimball, thimble thing. And, um, <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin. So I put it to put it on there and then you, it basically tracks you. So it, it focuses in on me. And then as I walk the, the tripod, the actual like gimbal thimble thingy, it moves back and forth and it like follows my movement on stage. That's very cool. Yeah. So for me starting out, I would get really good audio or I get really good video, but I never had both, you know? So when people are like, Oh, you got to have audio, you know, you need a a clip so you can send to people to book you and those kind of things. And, and uh, like my very first time on the stage, we talked about this, uh, Angie Stubbs from Alaska. She (laughs) take me upside down and laughed through the whole thing. So (laughs) that was awesome. But I'm like, I can't send that to anybody. Right. (laughs) Like that's not going to work, but I think it's a great idea. Do you, why why do you think some people don't want to to audio or videotape themselves? That is a really great question. I think sometimes it at the very beginning you're unsure of yourself and so if you know like oh I hate listening to myself or I hate watching mm-hmm. myself on tape mm-hmm. and so because they're intimidated about seeing themselves they don't want to record because they're like, uh, if it doesn't go well, there's no evidence. Uh, right. Yeah. It never happened. If it's not recorded, this is, yeah. this was never a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It was never a thing. But if you, if you do record, even if you don't watch it for a year later, um, and then you're like, oh, that wasn't so bad, you know, like you, cause then you yeah. can actually start listening to other things besides just the tapes in your head. You could like listen to, okay, the audience laughed here. Oh, they didn't laugh there. Oh, I rushed that. Yeah. Um, what, where that, that doesn't flow. Maybe I need to change the joke struck the, the joke order. So it's really a vital tool if you can sit back and watch it from an observation where you, you don't have emotions about it, but you're looking at it, you're digesting Right. Yeah. I think that emotional, that emotional connection for me, I don't listen. Like if I have a great show, I'm going to drive home and I'm going to listen, you know, to the life support podcast or I I, I will pull up like I'll pull up or I'll talk to my friends or, or whatever for the ride home. But I don't listen to it right away because it's just too, it's too soon. So I may have just had a great time and then I'm listening on the way home and I'm thinking, well, that wasn't as good as I thought it was like, or sometimes it's the other way around. Sometimes, you know, I think, man, that wasn't good at all. But then I go back and listen to the audio and I'm like, actually, that was not bad. That was pretty good given, you know, that particular room and and the circumstances. But I, I think if you're not willing to do that, you're just selling yourself short because like you said, sometimes, well, this is where the video comes in. For me, I have these giant eyeballs, right? And I say that like I'm a bobblehead. If I became famous and they made a bobblehead out of me, they wouldn't have to change the specs 
on my, you know, <laughs> dimensions or whatever. Cause my head is just a big fat, I look like a human walking bobblehead in my, like, that's what I see <laughs> when I look at myself. Okay. So that's where Addie just took control. Cause I'm like, what am I talking about? Attention deficit. Addie just said bobblehead and we move that direction. Video? Yes. Video. yes. Yes. So in video, sometimes I'll realize, okay, I had a punchline that was funny, but then it was how I did my head or my eyes. Mm-hmm. that I didn't realize and it got another laugh. Yeah. But if I was just listening, I don't know why it got that second laugh. But when I can see myself, I'm like, oh, okay. So the body line, oh, that's how I arched, you know, my shoulders or, you know, the way I did my hands and my cheerleader routine. I would just do this voice of this girl named Daisy and then at one point because when you're a cheerleader, you know, you do these hand motions. And at one point, I just like not consciously went, I'm going to do a cheerleader move. I did her voice and I did like the hands up like a cheerleader, right? The ready, okay, in the V shape. I have no idea. I'm just over here moving my hands as if you I know were, You were never a cheerleader, Michelle? No, I was Come on. We were cheering me on. So. You're so tiny. I would have been able to throw you really high in the sky. <laughs> Yeah, I wasn't good at catching people. I could throw them, but but if I was a cheerleader, I would have been the base because I I was very very strong. Um, Now, no, you would crush me. Yeah, I was the base because I'm 400 foot tall. So, uh, and I was strong, but I wasn't. um, Again, Addie, the attention deficit took over, and I forgot (laughs) I threw them. They went so high for so long. Just. You know, it just fell to the ground. But but the video, you can see your you can see your body language. Had I only listened to that on audio, I would have been like, "What did I do? What what made them laugh just then?" And I would have totally forgot that. Oh, I just did my hand. I just moved my hand like a cheerleader, and it and it added like a different dimension to the actual bit. So I don't know. I think it's called an act out, and it actually does add to your comedy bit. So. Nicely done. Yes, thank you. But it wasn't a planned act out is what I'm saying. It wasn't like I, because I do some act outs and and I've written them and I, I you know, I know what I'm going to do. But every once in a while, there's a spontaneous thing that you do. Yeah. And so do, do you remember talking, we have uh, our sweet friend, Deanna Lane. And I yes. remember talking to her after um, her doing a show and she realized very quickly that the audience was laughing because of her nervous energy and how she was doing her body. And then once she like realized she was doing that, she realized they actually, they like, this is funnier than the material at the moment. Like the, the, her body language and her mannerisms and those kind of things that worked naturally spontaneously in that moment. Yeah. But, But being able to videotape it, see it and look back at it, then that's something she could reproduce later, you know, because it's, yeah. it really is a part of who she is and her character, but she didn't is, write it out. I'm going to do this act out. I'm going to act nervous. I'm going to do something weird with the mic stand. But then when she realized how she held the mic stand or whatever she did, people were cracking up and then she leaned into it. She was like, Oh, okay. You know, because right now in her journey, she's fairly new and yeah. you know, these are all new experiences for her. So I don't know. I just say, get over your pride, <laughs> like give yourself a minute. You don't have to listen to it the second you just performed, especially yeah. if it was one that didn't go well. But listen or, to 
listen. I think it didn't go well because sometimes it actually went a lot better than you thought it went. But still, you know, put it on the shelf for a couple weeks if you need to. So yeah, yeah. You're, yeah. Oh, you almost said it. You said you're re- and then you moved right. on. You're, you're right. right. <laughs> Did that hurt? What, you wanted to hear that, June Colson. You're I right. I always want to hear that. Did that so, hurt, Michelle Van Dusen? When you it, had that to was say that I'm was right. a tough one. That was that was very tough. Um, but you know, thankfully, there's no video proof. Oh wait, we're recording this. Yes, um, I have proof so- <laughs> that, that I was right. I was right. I was right. <laughs> My husband has pulled out his phone before on his calendar. He's like, all right. And he'll start typing in the date and the year. I'm like, what are you doing? He's like, "Uh, you just said I was right. And I'm making sure I have proof of this later. And I'm like, I can delete that. No. Yeah. No, I will audio record. Like we've been doing that. We were going to build a house and, um, and we decided not to. So we had this piece of land and we had this dream home we were going to build on. And it was taking forever to get the plans together and whatever. And so we got a kid who graduates from high school next year. And mm-hmm. we just kind of made this decision that rather than buy a house, we're going to or build a house. We'll just buy this house that we found right down the road from the lot. But in the process of like getting our plans together and those kind of things, my husband is um, extremely intelligent. He's a, he's a very patient man generally in life, but when it comes to projects like Dr. (laughs) Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, he's frightening. He can't like everything goes wrong. We just cleared out the woods the other day. Um, They were using him and my son were using a boat anchor that they were throwing in the air to hook into a dead tree to try to pull it down to which I say, (laughs) you're going to end up hitting somebody. Like what are you guys are going to end up getting hit in my old or my, uh, Son's like, oh, I'm not going to, like, I'm going to hit myself in the head with this thing. I go in the house, come back out. The husband threw it. The kid wasn't looking and he gets clocked in the shoulder by a (laughs) boat anchor with hooks on it, right? (laughs) I had also told him to at least add some rope to it because you're going to end up getting that thing stuck in a tree and you won't be able to get it out. No, uh uh-uh. They they don't add rope to it, and then they get it stuck in the tree. Then my <laughs> my shorter husband has a six foot four teenage boy on Wait. his shoulders. I'm sorry, you're you're talking about your husband. You're yes. doing you know, and your son. You're talking talking, and then you go and my shorter husband. So there's two yes. of them. Well, there's a visual, just- yeah, my taller oh. husband. We don't talk <laughs> about him. That's why my shorter husband keeps coming home at lunch. You know, that's why we were delayed today, Michelle. He thinks he's going to catch me with that tall husband. <laughs> no. Why? Why so your, would your I Your husband want... is shorter than your son is what yeah. you're saying. Yes. Okay. Yes. So I'm giving man. you the visual. So here's here's this short, muscly man with this tall six foot four kid <laughs> on his shoulders trying to pull the the anchor like out of the trees and Isn't there's not, just drama, not enough rope. And there's no, not enough rope. Go figure. And now there's drama. There's some cursing. Then he cuts a tree down and the tree falls on his chainsaw. And oh, it's bent no. in half as my oh. son comes up out of the woods with the other chainsaw that the blade just jumped off. And I'm like, we don't need, we don't need to build a house together. This is this is not what we need to do, you know? So anyway, what does that have to do with anything that we were talking about, Michelle? I that, think that was Addie. She took over. Bring no, I think home. I think you're going to take that and put it into a bit because the whole idea of finding comedy yes, is there finding it is. it in the real life episodes. Yes. So 
I'm pretty sure when you go to do that and when you write it, um, your your point of view is probably not going to be, I was right, he was wrong. It was probably just the fact of, this is how men do things. This is how women do things. It might be the comparison that way. Or- yes. Okay. So let's talk about what we were going to talk about today. So when you yeah. say that in this moment, I'm just telling you the story. You and I are yeah. friends. I sit down. I'm telling you this story. I haven't written <laughs> punchlines. It's not, mm-hmm. you know, this is truly just a funny situation that I'm sharing with you. That you, you are kn- completely right in. Right. But I didn't start. Yeah. But I didn't start with, well, Michelle, do you know the difference between men and women? Because no one's ever written comedy about that. Right. I didn't go into some bit with you. I'm not having um, conversations with you that aren't real conversations. We're just having Mm -hmm. real conversations just because you're a comedian. And this is what we're talking about today is that we've talked a lot about being yourself on stage. Right. Mm-hmm, Finding yeah. your voice and being realistic and being you on stage. But we wanted to talk a little bit today about just being you off stage. Just you. Just yeah. June Bug Colson. Just Michelle Van Dusen. That's enough. Like that's enough. You don't have to, you don't have to do your bits every time you talk to another comedian. Right. It's obvious because comedians recognize comedic material. And not genuine conversation, mm-hmm. don't you think? And then it's it's it, it's just off putting. It can be a little exhausting. If I want to work material with you, I'm going to say, okay, Michelle, I got this bit. This is what I'm doing. I'm, I'm writing this bit. I'm a uh, there's mm-hmm. you know my husband and my son and yada yada yada. Right? I'm going to tell you this is this is what we're doing and kind of get your permission that like I I want I'm getting your permission to share this material with you. And giving you permission to basically critique it, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I, I've seen more often than I want to, even like one of the first conferences I went to, I sat down and it was a comedy show and I'm by myself and this person sits down beside me and immediately they're like hey who you know what's your name and i say june and oh, where are you from and i say kentucky oh kentucky da, da, da. and they start just doing material in my face wait was that me was that was, was that me sitting next to okay so i didn't want to i didn't want to go there <laughs> see like i i hear what you're saying about no, it wasn't how you. it can it be wasn't you. over I, <laughs> Thank goodness. I mean, I, I I hear what you're saying about how if someone just sits down and they're like on all the time. Um, but like for me, sometimes it, it takes a minute or two to figure out because I'm very witty in, in any conversation, right, right. not just. So it's one of those things that I just have to realize, okay, this is too much for them. I have to back off. But sometimes if, if, if I've had, you know, a couple of sprites, yeah, that sugar is just right. like, Stop. oh, yeah, yeah. A little Shirley Temple, a little, little cherry sauce in there. <laughs> yeah, yes, completely. And um, it's just like my mouth is like, woo, yeah, we're having a party now. And I'll just go and go and go. And so, yes, I know that I can be overbearing in those moments. And I have been in situations where yeah there's there's other comedians because they're new to the game they're they're new and 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 they want to they think that's funny and that's funny and that's funny and because they don't really know who they are yet they don't know their voice yet 
everything they see is funny and they got to comment on it. So right. I think it comes with um, maturity of just calming down, you know, and just, okay, yeah, it's funny. Go ahead and write it down in your notebook because you should yes. have a notebook with you everywhere. Yeah, yeah. You write it down. You don't have to tell everybody. Because sometimes, too, in those kind of conversations, um, you know, you could – another comedian could be like, oh, that's actually not a bad idea. And then they might just start writing down their own stuff from that same idea. Right. But I'm talking about just being a genuine – just a genuine person. And and just because mm. you're talking to a comedian – Mm-hmm. doesn't mean that you have to be funny. And just because you yeah. are a comedian doesn't <laughs> mean you have to be funny. You know? Don't, oh my gosh. If you're like, let's say you're out, just out anywhere and someone finds out you're a comedian. Yes. Do you absolutely love or hate the comment, tell me a joke? Exactly. That's what I'm oh. saying is you don't have to be funny. You know, yeah. like if you, if I said that, you know, that, I'm a heart surgeon, you know, we'll, we'll go ahead and do surgery on my chest right now. You know what I mean? Like I'm (laughs) a painter. Oh, you're a painter. Well, why don't you go paint my kitchen? Oh, you're a comedian. Well, tell me a joke right now. You know, that's, that's not how it works. And I think that, um, that's where, that's what I'm saying when I say you don't have to be funny all the time. You can just be you and you can set boundaries and you can tell people, Hey, you know, I'm, I I work on material. I'm funny on stage. I feel like I'm funny in conversation, but I'm also just a human being. Like every day of my life is not just giggles. Like, like I almost (laughs) stepped on a snake today and I got rained on and my hair (laughs) and my curling iron broke and I don't feel funny. I feel very annoyed and I don't want you in my face telling me to make you laugh like I'm a circus clown. This is not... This is not how it works. No, I think and it's definitely not you that I'm talking about. There's a difference when you're like, I'm sugar high. I'm excited. I'm having a good time. Yeah. That's me all day long. I'm, I'm goofy. The attention deficit kicks in. And this is really me. Yeah. But it, when you're with comedians, it, it can be really painfully obvious when it's not just you being fun and overzealous. And I'm not saying you, Michelle. I'm saying right when, when that comedian is like basically going knock, knock, you know, knock, 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 knock. Every time you're talking, you're like, we're not here to do knock, knock joke. We just want to know you. I want to know Michelle. I want to know John. I want to know Bill. I had dinner with somebody one night and it was a, it was a group of comedians and this one person, everything that everybody said was followed up with a punchline. He, you know, he would add this punchline, this punchline and it never, yeah. And it never stopped. Mm -hmm. So then it kind of became like, like literally if someone said my mom was just diagnosed with cancer, he'd be like, cancer, you know what happens when a cancer and a Sagittarius get together? You know, like what, what are we yeah. talking about? We're taught this person's per- person just said they have cancer, but it was like, I gotta be, I want them to look at me and respect me and be funny. And I'm saying yeah. just, just be you. Right. I, I think some of that comes from, again, if, if you're, uncomfortable in your own skin and you know you're it it comes out of nervousness so if if you're in a room of comedians and you're a new comedian and you recognize some some names sitting there um 
you get nervous. And so you just have to, it's, it's, it'll be one of those things where you're just trying to prove that you belong right. and you don't have to prove that you belong. No, that's what we're talking about today. You don't, Yeah. if you want to really, I think the veterans and I've been around or the people that I've heard talk or whatever, if you, if you want their respect, then, you know, being that knock, 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 knock person is not going to make them go, oh, this person will be fun to work with. You know, it's like, <laughs> this, this person would drive me insane, you know? Like, yeah. That's I, I why don't I don't have a lot of jobs. No. Is <laughs> that what it is, Michelle? That's not true at all. No, you're witty in the sense of like, if, if someone's working material, you're so good about like seeing different angles and you're very fast. When I'm writing with people, it, it might be 10 minutes later where I'm like, ah, or I know what's like in there, but it doesn't come mm -hmm. out as quick. You're very quick like that. And then in conversation, you are, that's, you are fun in conversation, but you don't, you're so little. As I say, you don't like plow over people because they're too tiny for that. Yes, but you know, like you don't plow over the conversation. You don't. Like, I have. I, I seriously have done that in the past because well, maybe you haven't done it to me because I'm, I'm maybe you don't make me nervous. bad or worse than that. <laughs> yeah. You, you, you have never made me nervous. I feel very comfortable being me with you. And so, and that's why I know like, you know, immaturity and, and excitement and trying yes. to prove who you are. Yeah. Like when, when people say, oh, you're hiding behind humor, that's those moments when when you're trying to one up someone or you're just trying to one up yourself because you want to feel good about being there because it's a new experience you have new things happening as all these things are firing it, it, a comedian's brain we see so many things at one time and it's you call her Addie for you you know you're you're calling it ADD I think it's just it's all the train tracks are running at the same time and you're yeah, you're yeah. like the station conductor trying to make sure that this track is here, this track is here, this track. And so, you know, you're just like, ah, that's a new comedian not knowing what to do. Yeah. And, and, and that's so been my brain my whole life. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's not it's not just comedy. Like my brain has always been just 10,000 trains, but they're not on track. <laughs> they're <Yeah>. so <laughs> far off track. One's <laughs> stuck in a tunnel right now. I believe there's so one carrying if, explosives. <laughs> so like, you should be really good at math if you have that many train tracks running. So if, if train A leaves the station at 955 uh -huh. and train B is full of clowns leaving the station at 3 a.m. Huh. At what point, which one gets to the punchline first? <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> it was one of those story problems. <laughs> hey, you said something about clowns. <laughs> so then well, my I'm mind's imagining, my mind's imagining a train cart just packed with clowns, like a little train car, except for it's a yeah. cart. And like when it stops, just clown after clown after clown after, like, I don't even, I don't know what happens. No, to the train what happens what first is the clown car comes off the train car and then the clowns disembark from the car. I mean, oh, you're using big double. words, disembark, disembark. We're moving. We're going to disembark from the, that part of the conversation. Okay. So here's another thing. What do we have? How many minutes? About three. Oh, dang. Okay. You know what? <laughs> We're going to come back and do another episode because I want to talk about, I want to talk about when people like, uh, when, when they give you unsolicited advice 
Or okay, are you just wanting to do episodes of things <laughs> I've done wrong? Do you do that too? This? Do you oh do my gosh. Too? I, I have handed out advice. unsolicited advice since 1968. Like oh, that's my okay. thing. I will give you unsolicited advice since 1968. Okay, here's, here's the question though. What if you gave me advice and I don't take it? How do you well, take on, that? That's on you. I'm, I've but do you wisdom. stop giving advice? Is that the way to get you to stop giving advice? <laughs> Like, you know what? Just don't do what she says or she'll stop telling you to do stuff. Um, no, because then I can just be like, told you. No. Uh, no, no, you're right. Most of the time it probably is. A, I told, That's me with the rope. That's where I was going. That's totally where me and Addie were going. Thing. was the whole anchor thing. It was like, you know, whatever. Then you, don't you take the listened. advice. But the next thing you know, you're going to have a boat anchor that drops from a tree and hits your son in the shoulder. <laughs> It's and possible. I'll be there to say, I told you so. I told well, you I, so. I think in Proverbs, um, the Bible says that wisdom, she calls from the streets. Like, I think she oh. is wisdom. So I I think that's why husbands probably should, and children should listen to their mothers way more. I've got to, <laughs> I've got to memorize more Bible verses. You know, I didn't realize that they could be used against my husband and children. <laughs> <laughs> if they taught that in church, I'd be like, wait a minute, I'm gonna memorize all these these verses. If I can use them like that. But isn't there a verse where it says Satan can use Bible verses too? Like you gotta be careful who's giving you the verses. What are you, Michelle? Yeah, he, he, he halo or them. horns. <laughs> wow. Wow. I don't, know. I don't know. You know what? I think that before we get ourselves in trouble, uh before the lightning should, strikes. Yes, we should go ahead and wrap up this episode. Um, it's oh. been fantastic. If you want to uh, reach out to us, maybe tell us some Bible verses that, that you think we could use against our husband and children, you know, then um, you can check us out on Facebook, on Instagram, on YouTube, or you can email those thoughts to what's the email address, Michelle Van Dusen? The laughs up at gmail.com. That's right. The laughs up at gmail.com. That's it for this episode. I am June Colson. I'm Michelle Van Dusen. And this has been Laugh, Laugh Support. Support. There it is. Am I supposed to wait till you say it and it, then it I say it? It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You did fantastic. Stop oh, overanalyzing. I win. <laughs> um, uh, you forgot to do your whole Jesus and June bug loves you. <gasps> I did. Oh, oh my gosh. Are you still I... recording? I'm still recording. I oh, haven't stopped. Okay. It. Well, Michelle, I'm glad you all, you offered that piece of advice. Y'all know <laughs> see, we don't have, we don't have a guest and I've gotten used to giving guest there, you know, so maybe I need to come up with a new one for you, but until then, Jesus and June bug <laughs> loves you. And uh, I love you too. Uh, little Michelle, uh, Messiah, at least do the hands <laughs> tell you to take it higher. There, one hand. I got one hand. <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, oh, I didn't hit end yet. Oh, and my gosh. End.